go. Um, yeah. Um, before we even get into the show, just let me let people know crystal clear. There will not be a show Saturday. There will not be a show next Wednesday. There will not be a show next Saturday because Greg is going to officially be on vacation after this one. And Shane is going to take a break until hopefully next week because I think out of all the people that are on the stereo app, she needs to take the break. Um, we all need a break every once in a while. Yeah, no, you're gonna take a break too. You you're gonna take a break until the show that you had the real relationship rapport. You are definitely gonna take a break. I'm demanding. Greg, that you don't do be not... talking to me like that. You know that's my siege. Yeah, I I am demanding that my friend does not uh-huh. do a show and relax. There, there will be no shows from either one of us Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So four consecutive days of no shows. Now all all the shows that we are dropping and stuff like that, like they will be here. I'm sure Shan, she's gonna break the promise because you know she. I already she have a show to... scheduled for Sunday. This don't count. See, well, fine. If you have a show on Sunday, you cannot record again. From from Wednesday, you can't record Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday of next week. What? You cannot record. You cannot record at all. We, we, here's the thing: like, we not only do we, I won't say we both need a break, because honestly, I feel like we get a break in life anyway. But summer is like fast, like approaching to ending, and neither one of us has actually taken a vacation. Vacation. I took a vacation, but I was working through it. I'm literally going to unplug for an entire week. I've scheduled my YouTube for the week. For next week, I've already scheduled the podcast for the week. Um, you, Shan, are going to definitely have to take off Thursday, Friday, Saturday of this week, and then you have to take off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday of next week. I don't care what you do Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, or Sunday of next week. But th- those days, okay, okay, I have absolutely... a question. Does scheduled does scheduled out shows count? Scheduled out shows count like you can actually do those anything that you already had scheduled as of tonight like you can actually go now with that being said don't schedule shit now like you have one for august 20th so august 20th is uh officially uh what is that that is next friday so I, i will i will let you have that one you don't have anything scheduled so you can have your sunday show and you can have the one next friday no other shows no other shows that entire week. If I'm going on vacation, you're going on vacation as well. You're going to take a break. You're going to go and call somebody up for some sex. You're going to do some shit. But what you're not going to do <laughs> is turn on your record button. Okay. I'm be side, checking too. Side note, side note. This thick, nasty, I like when men come in me, bitch, block me on Twitter. And I don't know why. <laughs> what uh, all right, let's do? Let's start. Let, here we go. Um, <laughs> Dude. What what did you do, Shannon? Please explain I didn't to do me. Nothing. Why? I don't even know this girl. So basically, two of my besties from So What Patreon Bed, they was t- they posted this video about this girl that I guess used to have a podcast and she, then she disappeared and she just popped up and they sent me the video and we were talking about it in the group but I'm just like so I'm listening to the video and she's talking about how she like women basically cream pie her she likes it and makes her feel Jesus. like her elite 
So I'm just like, okay, what in the nutteration is going on? So <clears throat> my other friend, my other friend was like, send me her Twitter. So they put the Twitter in the um, group chat. I click on this shit and it tells me I'm blocked. Oh no! Oh, you got blocked by nasty. Yeah, you got blocked by nasty. What did I mm. do? That's nasty. That, that's nasty. Um, hmm. I, I I don't know what to tell you, friend. I do not know what to tell you. But that's you know, great. I was gonna let a couple people come in here. Uh, shout out to Naomi O two. We got Violet. Uh, what is it, Violet Heaven? Because yeah, this show is called Double Standards in Women, Men Too. Uh, and the reason why I did the Men Too in parentheses is because we're, we're gonna focus early. Um, because there are a lot of double standards that need to be addressed. Um, we've talked about this previously, but it wasn't like to the magnitude I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it somewhere where I probably will get blocked. I will get unfollowed. Someone is going to try to cancel me for the shit I'm going to say. So I'm just prefacing it by saying I'm not apologizing for a fucking thing that is said tonight. Nothing. Nothing that I'm going to say is going to be apologized for. Uh, with that being said, Shan, please start us off with the show so we can get it you know going he said he wants me to top us all okay welcome to loud mouth stereo my name is shan from she gets the podcast that is greg from young black unbothered podcast all right we are here to give you a show we do loud mouth stereo podcast on wednesdays and saturdays at 9 30 or later and so we won't be having a show Saturday and we won't be having a show Wednesday and Saturday of next week. Is that correct? Absolutely right. Absolutely um, right. Greg so you'll catch us in two weeks. On a no record break because he's on vacay and subsequently I am on vacay from this mouth on mm-hmm. speaker, but this mouth anywhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Beat my pager, okay? We gonna see what they can do. Um, so I'm I'm trying to refrain from recording, like he said. But tonight the topic is double standards in women, men too. Um, if you are in your feelings about femininity, please browse on in these Twitter streets. We don't want five, ten messages about women, feminists, and all this shit. We don't want 12 messages about men who feel like women just belong in the kitchen. We are discussing Mm -hmm. double standards according to 2021, even though some people may think we are going by the Mayan calendar and this is still 2012. Whatever you think, women cannot only belong in the kitchen, but we will discuss that a little bit later. But we're talking about double standards on both ends. Please be polite in your messages please don't feel like you're the only one that's going to be in our messages and give us back to back to back to back to back to back messages if you feel like there's something that you need to say you can try to come up and we'll allow you to come up for a short period of time and then we will have to send you back into the crowd if it's a lot of messages just to go ahead and keep the show going i do have to work tomorrow I don't know if Greg has to work tomorrow, but I am willing to be here for a good show, for a consistent show, for a show that's not full of negativity and going back and forth in a negative manner. I want everybody to be heard tonight. I want to hear from everybody. Please share the show. 
please um, give us your comments and your thoughts. Don't just sit in here like a ghost. We want to hear from you. Uh, you can hit us up on our uh, Instagrams or our Twitter. And um, we would love to hear from you. Just let us know. And thank you for supporting the show. And if you would like to donate, you could donate on Stereo to us. And you can donate on Red Circle to us. We appreciate it. I also got my sample sweatshirt for fall in today for Bad Mouth Stereo. And it feels like it should. And I'm going to wear that shit as soon as the temperature drops. Mm. Well, now, now that Shane got that out of the way, let's start. Um, ladies, since it seems like there's ladies right now here, I want to shout out Naomi02, Violet Heaven. We got Mixed Beauty underscore. And we got Lexi. Shout out to all the women who are in here now. I'm not going to disrespect women. It's just going to be one. Her name goes by Brittany Renner. The reason mm. why, the reason why the title of this is Double Standards in Women and Men because a lot of the things that have happened recently in, in the past like year, I don't know if it's because people are just in, you know, they've been in the house for a while, so they've lost their fucking minds. Um, you know, we used to have what we call like gender roles and stuff like that that I don't believe in, but I'm starting to notice a transition where women in particular are starting to just say and do any fucking thing and it's just supposed to be accepted. Um, I'm not with that shit at all. Um, and not because like I don't respect women. It's just more so it's like you're doing shit that's so egregious that other women can't actually figure out why you're doing the shit. So if another woman can't like answer for the reason why you're doing said shit, men can't either. So bringing Brittany Renner into this situation, um, I'm just going to put it out like Chris, you know, as clear as I can. Um, she is a sexual predator. Allegedly. Mm. Um, Brittany Renner right now is 28 years old. Um, PJ Washington was, well, he is a basketball player for the Charlotte Hornets at the time that she started to groom him. Cause that's the term grooming. She groomed him in high school. She was going to this man's high school games. She was, you know, being affectionate with him and hoping to end up getting wife by him. And the reason for this is because she put out a video just a few years ago saying the best way to trick a baller pretty much is to get them while they're young before they get to the league because they have impressionable minds and you can go and do whatever the fuck you want with them. He saw a pretty girl. What does he do? Proposes. He dates her for a while, proposes, gets married, has a kid, right? I'm like, Oh, well, that, that's like that storybook, that's what you want. You want somebody who, you know, was with you from the beginning when you had nothing. You heard the story before. The issue is this. Shan, I'm going to say this in the most disrespectful way I can ever say it. Um, mm. she, filed, she filed for divorce while still in the fucking hospital. Pretty much. She, she basically, the baby was less than a month old. She proposed, mm. I'm sorry, not proposed. She filed for divorce two weeks after having the baby. I mean, it was in her plans. Yeah, it was in her plans. It was definitely storybook. But what pissed me off is, uh, this is all alleged by Hoops Bank on Twitter. So it says that PJ Washington is now forced to pay 200K a month in child support over the next 18 years. His ex-wife, her, uh, secretly filed for divorce two weeks after giving birth to a child. Um, I'm just going to say this without being absolutely disrespectful. You have to be a true piece of shit to not only go and get 
pregnant from somebody that you've been grooming since they were 18. He's 22 now. Um, after you have the kid, almost immediately you file for divorce and you got a settlement two weeks later to hmm. allegedly get 200K a month in child support over the next 18 years. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the equivalent of $46 million. $46 fucking million. And I don't even want to like paint the picture with money because somebody's like, well, he, you know, he makes that much. He does not. And the reason why I say that is because I watch basketball. So let me just pull up the stats of his salary, right? He's in his rookie contract at 22 years old playing for the Charlotte Hornets. Right now, over the next two years, she is scheduled to get $2.9 million. His contract is only worth 4.7, which would require him to have not only a max deal, but at the minimum, three endorsements in order to pay off the $46 million that she is owed for a kid that Honestly, she only wanted to have the kid because she knew she needed some insurance. I just wish he had a whole blinders. Yeah. You know, we we were in a room earlier and I said something that, again, it wasn't disrespectful. I was just more so it's like, where were were your family members? Where were your friends? Where were your teammates who – and without calling a girl a hoe, because I don't, I don't think she's a hoe. I just feel like she does like hoe activities in public that everybody else would deem hoe shit. But to her, it's like, yo, like I'm dating this dude, so why am I not fucking this dude, right? And there's a, just, you know, to me, there's a stark difference between being a hoe for everybody and being a hoe for the person you with. And clearly, she's dating a dude. She married a dude. Had the kid with the dude. So we're going to completely throw out the term hoe for this like little equation here, right? The double standard part of this show where it says double standards in women, because I want to transition to both just women and men. Um, if, if in the small case, there was a 28-year-old man who decided that, you know what? There's a girl that I like, aka like Tiger and shit like that. Do you remember that? Actually, let's bring him into this equation too. Tiger was what, 26, 27, when he was trying to get with Kylie Jenner and she mm-hmm. was what, 16? That's grooming. Mm-hmm. The the Robert dude that we all hate so much, that shit, everything he's done his entire life, or, you know, that we know of, is considered grooming. What makes that any different from going to a high school basketball game knowing at that point you are 24, 25 years old, putting out a video saying that you're going to go and groom, not groom somebody, but basically you are grooming him for when he gets to the league because you know he's going to be worth some money once he gets drafted. I mean, I don't blame her, and I don't blame him. I blame the people in between that couldn't help Mm -hmm. um, his young ass see who didn't care to point him in the right direction. She's only Mm -hmm. doing what he's going to do anyway, because if it wasn't him, it was going to be somebody else. You have... It's your responsibility when you're that talented to mm-hmm. be able to swim through the shit show that is hoes. Mm-hmm. And you can still yep. be a hoe in a relationship. You can still be yep. a hoe in somebody's baby. You can still be a hoe on that labor and delivery uh, table. Is your intentions and your mindset that makes you hoeish? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I want to, before we get into it, because the thing is, I have a laundry list, and I, I would love for somebody to come on stage, preferably one man, one woman, because I want to discuss double standards in both women and men, because there are a lot of double standards 
that I look at just because of this. I had to write them down, put them in a notes app because I asked Twitter, yo, what are some double standards that you hate hearing? Or what are some double standards that you see and are confused about? And boy, that, that yeah, that was a lot. So I'm going to get these voicemails out of the way now and we're going to get to it. Mm. Oh, let's see. Um, I just don't understand. Why does it piss you off? You said it pisses you off? Like, I mean, that's not you. That's not your money. Um, I wouldn't feel bad for him. We don't know exactly what happened. She got the bag and she did. She got, she got the bag and she dipped. Um, what did he she say? Got the, she got the bag and she dipped. What? I mean, she did. She did. But oh, what boy. is he saying to be like, okay, I feel like men are slowly creeping up who are married to mm-hmm. uh, big artists like Kelly Clarkson. She just, she filed for divorce. And her ex-husband just got how much is she gonna have to pay him a month and mm-hmm. uh, alimony and uh, child support? Like, and she she has her kids, but she still has to pay him. Like, men are getting their cut also, but I feel like because men can't have babies and be like, now I want a divorce and I want the money, they have to do the long game, and the long game is marriage. Uh, mm-hmm. Who else? that um Adele Adele's Mm -hmm. (laughs) ex-husband that man gotta work for the rest of his life like he's good um Holly Berry's uh baby daddy he's good you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying she has to pay him so I think men your only come up will be marriage for women the come up is uh that pussy and that drip and that baby and also marriage I think if you're if you're not a child, if you're not under eighteen, and you are over eighteen, and you make uh, big man decisions to do things with women, that's on you. I don't feel any way about him, and I don't feel any way about her because there mm-hmm. has to be there has to be bottom level hoage in order to exactly. appreciate your wife that's doing it right. There has to mm-hmm. be bottom level dirt ass scum ass males that came out of vaginas um, that thought they raised their sons right in order for me to appreciate my husband in the future. Like it has, they have to be here. Now, what it yeah. doesn't have to be is your stupid ass pursuing these people. But also, we can't block yep. people's lessons, and hopefully, this is a lesson for his young ass. Yes. And that's where I wanted to lead into this when it comes to lessons and things of that nature, because we talked in our in a little clubhouse room that we were in about this scenario. And I came to the conclusion people were telling him, yo, she's a hoe. Yo, don't do it because she's trying to trap you. We, we've seen it with other athletes. And I'm sure other athletes told him. But the issue is when you're young, impressionable and in love, because it happens to women, too, all the time, you know, so. For now, it to be a guy, like I would feel the same way if it were a woman. She ends up dating some guy or something like that, and he's been grooming her for 10 to 12 years. Or not, mm-hmm. even, not even that. Let, let's just say five or six years. And in this case, just to make it even, five or six years, he, she, he 
for the, you know, he knows for a fact that he likes her. She's, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old. He's like, you know what? She's going to be bad when, you know, when she get out here. You know, I don't want them, in, you know, what do you call it? Like the Instagram thoughts and shit like that. She's going to be the one in a few years. I, I've heard that shit before. I've heard that about women who are 21. Oh, she's she 21. She's young. She don't know no better. Just give her a couple more years when she grow into herself. And then, yeah, you know, but let me get her now. Tiger did the same shit. Other men have done that shit where they've groomed women. And it was seen, you know, it seemed to be like egregious to the social, you know, not just the social media, but people in general. They were like, yo, like that, what the fuck? That's nasty. That's grooming. Like, you know, what is going on? But in this scenario, because it's a woman, it's okay. It's like, oh, well, she got the bag. <laughs> no, because what if Tiger would have got Kylie Jenner pregnant at 18, 19 years old? Mm. That, that, that shit, it, it sounds like a real messy situation now, don't it? The tweets are still up about that shit. And the only reason I throw that out there is because that's honestly, it's readily identifiable. So for Brittany Renner to go to a high school basketball game, knowing for a fact she's 25 years old and fucking with homeboy and not only fucking with him, getting with him, marrying homeboy, knowing, hey, yo, like dating him is one thing. I can get, you know, I can get a child support check from him, but I need alimony too. So she married him, got knocked up. And then two weeks after having a dude, baby, you decide, you know what? Nah, I got to go. Like, I don't like that shit. But you know what? I need 200K a month. Plus alimony. The 200K a month is just in child support. Which is outrageous to me. It's absolutely fucking outrageous. But let, let's get this voicemail because we're gonna get into these double standards real quick. I just finished recording the show about that little heifer. That is nasty, bro. And was the cold part about what Britney is doing is that she's not giving it. She doesn't give a damn about how he's going to get the money. That's the cold part about it. She's just assuming because he's an NBA basketball player that he's supposed to have residual income in the high thousands, close to the millions. You know what I mean? This is this is a cat that hasn't even proven himself fully in the league. Um, exactly. 200K, and, and, and again, we're going to have those people that comment talking about where they're, we're talking about more money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, regular people don't have those issues. No, that nigga is a regular person right now because he exactly. hasn't had a max contract. His rookie contract wasn't that much. 200k a month bro for 18 years that's a bit much it's a possibility that she can be altered in the future but you don't want to push that man to this is how niggas go over the edge yes yes Baylor please come on stage if you get a chance I know you were trying to get in and then it like it exited him out but feel free to come back in the reason why I wanted to bring Baylor on is because not only had we had that talk before which is more so like 200k like, you went into it knowing a price. It wasn't something that, you know, you just randomly came out of nowhere with and was like, you know what? Like, I think 200K will do. You knew for a fact that his contract was 4.7 and you getting 2.9. Yo, yo. You did the math. What's up, Baylor? Yo, yo, yo. This is, this is, look, this is Shane. What's up? This this is this is this is nasty for 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 one of the reasons that Greg had brought up because if you switch this around, we are tossing that nigga under the jail. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like, yeah. And then the cold part about it is what people uh, care to, like they're looking over the fact that she has been scouting this cat since he was in high school. 
Mm. So she's been she's been prepping this, and then and look, this is nothing new. This is nothing new at all. This is just being done a different way in the new generation. But they but before there was IG models and things like that, there were groupies. You know what I mean? But to sit up there and he brought up Tiger. That's nasty. That's nasty business. I talked about that. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't. First of all, if you if a cat tell me that he's waiting on my daughter to turn eighteen, I'm about to sock your face in. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. That means you've been you you don't all of a sudden say, oh, she's eighteen now, she looks beautiful. No, you've been watching my daughter for a while, and it should go both ways. But they don't look at it like that. Didn't Cardi B uh, admit to drugging her <clears throat> and taking this shit? Mm-hmm. But Bill Cosby is locked mm-hmm. up. That's what I'm saying. So and I and, and get it. I'm with the ladies when 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 we talk about they should be able to to express their sexuality, show more skin, and not be judged. Don't don't grab my wrist when I'm when I'm walking down the street. None of that catcalling shit. That that's that's a violation. I get all that. And women are scared to say, nah, I got a boyfriend or no, I'm not interested because some of them probably end up getting beat up or even worse. Mm-hmm. And I get all that. But when it comes to, when it comes to, uh, and look, and then they've been pushing for equality for the longest. For the longest. You never heard a cat say, dog. And then, you know what? I ain't gonna say never. There might be a few stories out there. But if a cat come out and say, dog, she raped me. The first thing that's gonna happen, niggas gonna laugh at him. Absolutely. And we're gonna let it and we're gonna let it go. Or some cats might ask, how's that even possible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we've seen we have we have we we've seen cats get locked up in their dreams and goals being taken away from false, false yeah. accusations. That's messed up. So when it comes yeah. when it comes to double standards. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, some of them like when when women cheat, <laughs> when women cheat, we sit up there and it's almost like why like like we not celebrated, but it's like damn, lady, and we give them a compliment like nigga, y'all do it good, y'all do it better than we do, mm-hmm. but it's still wrong. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But if you flip it around, niggas been dogs since they was born. Of course. Of course. Now, the reason why I wanted to bring that up first is because that was one, it was something that was sitting on my heart. But all double standards work in, you know, obviously in two ways. You know, it could be for men or women. So I wanted to kind of like talk with both of you guys about double standards. I have a list and feel free to, you know, add to them if you want to. We can go, you know, popcorn style or I can just go straight down this list. So the double standards that I know of according to Twitter, because I have my own and I have some that people have listed. So I have three of my own that I'm going to start with and I'm going to give you the other six that I have from Twitter. Okay. So Mm -hmm. double standards that I know of. Number one, a man who watches porn isn't uh, isn't sexually satisfied by their partner. Um, That is absolutely a double standard because of number two, actually it's not even number two. We'll say one A. Um, we talk on this show a lot about sex and shit like that. I've heard from people who listen to the show that, oh, why don't you talk about sex toys and stuff like that? I'm like, wait, are we like 
am I supposed to talk about sex toys? They're like, oh, well, you know, men who use sex toys, they kind of gross. I was like, what the fuck? Like, wait a minute. We've been on here. We did a whole show about the fucking womanizer toy. But it's mm-hmm. it's not okay for, for men to have sex toys. Oh, yeah, I think it's weird if a guy had, what is it called? Like a fleshlight. Um, if a guy watches porn by himself, that something wrong with him, he might be a creep. I was like, yo, what planet are y'all living on where these double standards are a fucking thing? Um, that's number one. Number two. You're shallow for wanting someone who is physically attractive. I don't oh, know. Oh, wait. You might yeah. be going into a, a touchy uh, territory, but that goes also into skin color as well. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. That, that's what we're here for. That is exactly what we're here for. How do y'all feel about that double standard, though? About uh, basically like having physical preferences being considered discrimination? Uh, I don't feel like that's discrimination because... It's just your opinion on what you like. Discrimination mm-hmm. would be like, we, all women have to look this way because that's a woman. Anything less than this, that's a man. Or you got like a, a animal bitch. This is a woman. Mm-hmm. This is a thing that's a woman. I feel like that's discrimination. People have an issue with personal opinion and personal preference. And mm-hmm. some saying like, this is the ultimate standard. If you ain't this, I don't even see you. You don't exist to me. I don't acknowledge you. Fuck you, right? Exactly. And even even with women, women will be like, women will have a man going above and beyond for her, but he's not the eye candy that most women want. Exactly. To her, that's not a man because mm-hmm. he don't have a six pack he don't have dreads. He not a drug dealer. He don't drive this car. So that's not manly to me. But that man over there is all like set up till retirement businesses. He ain't got to worry about shit. And he ain't bringing no drama. But to her, that's not a man. That's your personal fucked up preference. People mm-hmm. keep mixing that shit up. And that's what's messing with people's peripherals on what they should be going for in life. Stop worrying about what this other person is into because a lot of people are into other people for their insecure reasons and if you go and follow that, you're going to end up lost. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it any better. Number three on this list of the double standards. Men over 30 are seen as distinguished, uh, secure, emotionally mature, and you know, they said gray hair is sexy. But to flip that, women over 30 are seen as expired, desperate, unattractive, and gray hair means that they're old as fuck. How do you feel Shit. about that double standard? Shit, 30 and up pussy is phenomenal. Y'all crazy. Right. Exactly. 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 I, lo- I, I, love I, seeing, I, I love seeing women with gray hair. I love seeing men with gray hair. I love seeing people at any age fit and just enjoying their fucking life. Like, I don't feel like there's a time frame on sexiness or attraction. You, have, you haven't tapped into reality if you're complaining about niggas with gray hair. First of all, when you get there, like, well, when I, what I mean, when you under, start to understand reality and how, and how fragile life is, you're going to hope and pray you get to an age where you start to get gray hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we have Uno Huncho. He wants to come up, but hey. before we do that, hold on, hold on. That, I remember Uno Huncho. Me I too. Uno, I remember Uno Me Huncho. Me too. 
Yeah, we, we're gonna have we're gonna have him come up. I'm gonna just do one more of these, and we're gonna have him come up because I think this is a good place for him to come on. So number four in this list is the whole double standard of like men should pretty much pay for everything. Men should cash app a woman two hundred dollars. You know that that trope that happens on social media. But mm-hmm. shout out shout out to a podcast that Shan put me on to called Crew Season. Their episode mm-hmm. this week they talked about women considering themselves to be quote unquote the table now what mm-hmm. wh- one of the guys mentioned he was like what happens if you are the table but i pay for the house that the table is in he pretty much mm-hmm. said that you're, you're talking about all the things that you pay for all the monetary things that you provide all the degrees that you have all of the you know the scholars the scholarly things that you bring but it's like this home though what, what do you contribute to that if you contribute i think what he quoted himself to say was if you're telling me you give $600 into the relationship and that's it, like, I need a little bit more from you. I need, I need more. And Shan, like, you can feel free to expound on that because I know you listen to them too, but he was hitting some really poignant points and I was like, yo, this nigga is, he's spitting nothing but absolute facts right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I want, I want to know, like, you know, that one is a new one for me where people say that they are the table, but it's like, you're the table, but you're not the house. People want to build a house together. But if you're just going to be a table in a house, like, that, that's not enough. What, what is enough? So let's bring Uno Huncho on right now. Oh, oh, we got a couple people who want to come on. Uh, oh, that's going to be one of them shows. That's going to be one of them shows. Let, let's go. We're just going to bring him and SJ Harrington up, Nail, uh, Nail Volutionist. Come on up. What's up? Yo, yo. Can y'all hear me? What's good? What's up, SJ? What up? What up? Well, what's up? What's up with y'all, man? How y'all doing? What's going on? What's up? What's up? All right. So, yes, so obviously you guys joined and the episode this week, we started talking about the, the whole Britney Renner situation. We're not going to go back there. Right now we're talking double standards, um, both in women and men. Um, you heard me just recently talk about, you know, women or men considering themselves to be the table. Uh, what is your personal opinion on that when it comes to double standards? Oh, I missed that part about the table. Uh, I heard the gray hair part about. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I mi- okay, so explain what you mean by the table again. Yeah, so basically, like social media and now people in general, more specifically women, when they're asked, what do they bring to the table when it comes to a relationship? Do you bring, like, you know, anything other than yourself and the degrees and the scholarships and shit like that? Like, what else do you bring? Um, shout out to again crew season they had brought this up so we're bringing it to the show so i wanted to ask you guys now that you're here like what is considered the table what is that is that a double standard hey oh that's a good one bro damn that's a real good one i might have to steal that too yeah we're gonna keep that going (laughs) uh yeah man um miss harrington you want to start it off ladies first i can say i can um for me uh, when the first thing is I'm never having a conversation with a dude that asks me what I'm mm. bringing to the table. Thank um, you. That's the first thing. The second thing is I don't, the second thing is you can't talk to me about the house when you ask me about the table. Mm. So if you want to know what I'm bringing to the house, then ask me that. But if you ask me what I bring to the table, and if if her answer is she's the table, don't then say, well, I'm bringing the house. Well, nigga, you didn't ask me about the house. You asked me what I brought to the table. So that's number two. For me, 
for me, number three is, well, whose table are you talking about? Because, see, my table is full. Are you mm-hmm. telling me that if I come to your table that I'm coming to an empty table? Is shit missing from your table? Do I need to bring shit from my table to bring it to your table? How about this? Why don't we just sit at my table? Because my table got all the shit that we need at it. So, um, see, I think it's a real offensive-ass question anyway to tell mm-hmm. somebody, well, besides all your degrees and shit and besides mm-hmm. yourself and all of that, if I'm paying all the bills, what do you bring? Well, myself is what you were chasing because, see, I was doing just fine by myself while I was over here. I'm paying all of my own bills. So if you're telling me that you can do for me what I can already do for me, but then you expecting to know what I can do extra for you, I don't really understand the question anyway, bruh. So that's why I say I'm not really talking to guys that ask mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. That's, mm-hmm. those, those aren't the types of conversations I'm having. So, yep. you know. Okay. I like-, I like that answer. I like that. Not only is <laughs> that thought out, that it, it's profound. And it's crazy because when you look at when you ask other people that question, there's never a real answer. It's more so like, you know, it's generalized. Like you said, like, I am the table. It's like, oh, like some people actually present it that way. They don't say, you know, the questions before. It's just like, oh, I am the table. I don't need to bring anything else. It's like, okay. But I think the question is meant to put you on the defensive about your work. Exactly. And it's always predecessed with, well, besides your pussy, what you bring. And well, my pussy is what you chasing. Don't tell me that you chasing it and it ain't important. Don't try to convince me that what you lying, cheating, stealing, and killing for ain't important. Like, let's not do that. You want Mm. pussy. We want money because we want security. And everything that makes us secure costs money. Now, that's just what it is. Okay? But now, a lot of us are making our own money. So if we, the problem I think that we're having is, you know, some people now you have to be likable. Because mm. now it's not your money that's talking. See, that's mm. called financial domination when you could keep a motherfucker stuck. And whether you're a man or a woman, because there's mm. some chicks out here that's, you know, some tyrannical motherfuckers. Mm. This is why you have that stigma in the workplace of when a woman gets in power that there's going to be drama because you have a lot of women that, you know, for whatever reason, some because they just assholes, some because they've been in a corporate world and dealing with men, just, just their own reasons. But there's some dumbasses, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to work with them. But that, that's on both sides of the spectrum. So for me, like I said, when somebody is trying to put me on the defensive about my worth, no, my brother, I'm going to need you to redirect that. What value did you see in me when you started chasing me? The fuck? Mm. Don't start chasing me and then ask me what value I bring to the table. Well, first of all, I've got a full table at my house. And when I invite you over, I haven't, I'm not going to ask you to bring shit. So, yeah, again, that, that's for me. I would never ask somebody that question because it's, it's an insult for me, actually. Yeah. I, I would just, I would never, I respect dudes too much. If I'm talking to you, I would never ask you that. I'm going to see your value. I'm, right. It's something, that, it's something that I value in you. I've given you time of day. It's something that you value in me. You've approached me. You've come over to me. So how do you then put me on the defensive about what my value is? Nigga, you walked over here to me. The fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just me. That's just me. Mm. Yeah, SJ. That, that's, that's the fucking energy I love right there. I had to go make a drink off that one. Yes, sir. You let her go off. You better let her go off. And, and this yeah. is why it's very important for people to meet people on their living level. Like that's the thing. Like if if I'm a homeowner and I have utilities in my name, 
and I have somewhere to be Monday through Friday and I have priorities and a schedule and I make time for you as a man, as a grown woman and a mother with grown adult shit going on. I need you not to be laid back on your couch watching TV while I'm working. You have to be living the same level of life or better that I'm living because our discussion is going to be different. Why I couldn't call you five times during the day is going to be different. Why I just can't come pull up on you and your friends smoking and drinking and playing cards is going to be different. I got other shit going on, so our lives are unbalanced. So the conversation is going to be unbalanced. And when you try to talk to me and shit is funny to you, that shit ain't funny to me because I got to get up at 5 a.m. in the morning and do adult shit while you get to lay on the couch. <clears throat> like, they on your level. Women being like, oh, I need my man to have this and this and that. But you ro- roommating with a bitch you know for high school and y'all work at retail and ain't none of y'all. <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> how you, how you- <laughs> you asking for a man to have x y and z and be able to buy you this and that and send you money and you still working on hourly wage and you can't make your rent without having another bitch in the other room oh we talking okay all right oh yeah let's do that let's do that how are you asking for a doctor and you're living in the project let's stop that because see i'm an equal opportunity to get your shit together is is men is women it's all of that, but there's one meme that I saw, and this brother, he thought he was doing something. He said, the meme said, well, you were paying your bills just fine by yourself before I said, what's up? And so they was like, I said, well, you know what? That's true. I was playing with my pussy just fine by myself before you said, what's up, too? So Damn. what's your point? Where we at? Oh, with? wow. What we Where doing? What's the flex What we doing? Listen, and you ain't got to talk You got to learn how to get, you you learn how to get motherfuckers up off of you. Don't try to put me on the defensive about what my requirements are of you. Mm. You came over here. If you wanna if you wanna be with some dusty free bitch over there, go over there. Why are you trying to convince me? She over there dusty waiting free. on a nigga just like you. Mm. She waiting on somebody just like you. Why are you over here trying to convince me? Mm. Oh yeah, we, we we got some quotes right now. Before we even get into this voicemail, let me go ahead and just list off the quotes that we have. And we haven't done quotes in a while, honestly, in about like six months. So we got financial domination. We have women and men. Some might be assholes. Some just assholes. Um, Don't be defensive on your worth. What value did you see in me when you approached? Uh, Meet people on your level. That's why we changed the name because, you know, somebody will see double standards. We're going to talk about that, but we'll get back. Um, Equal opportunity. Get your shit together. That needs to be on a T-shirt. That is, yeah, that needs I to be on a t-shirt. I, 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 want, I want to put Dusty Free Bitch on a t-shirt, too. Oh, oh, that, that was the most recent one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, my God. Yeah, Let, let's get this voicemail out. This is Sharice. Let's see. Looks like I came in at the right spot. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> That's grown-ass so get- hard. What's good? You know what? I did just come in and go off for a second. I'm so sorry. Hey, everybody. I've been looking for Jan and Greg for the longest. You know, I've been looking for you guys because, you know, I go on hiatus sometimes. I be in the lab creating. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and I've come up for air and it's just like, I gotta find them. And like, for for three days, I've been stalking stereo looking for you. So, like, and here we are. And we starting right there. 
Yeah. Dusty Freebitch. They over in the corner. Yep. Go get it. Um, I can't wait to find somebody to call a Dusty Free Bitch. I'm looking right <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to I'll finish off this little list of the double standards that we know and then we're going to talk more about meeting people at your level so again this is the list from Twitter number four is um, I'm sorry number five men shouldn't show emotion or be as open about abuse because they are weak these are tweets so it was a thread where basically they were talking about double standards and that was one that came up another one um this one hits home for me it says a man hitting a woman is an absolute no-no but a woman hitting a man is usually not a big deal because men are inherently stronger we need Bullshit. to talk about this we need Bullshit. to talk I about i told this. my son look here i told my son baby baby sweetie mm-hmm. You don't start nothing, but you don't let no woman beat your ass neither. Cause see, you you got to find a way to get her up off you. Now, if you got to mug a bitch in the forehead, you got to bop her in the nose. You got to do something, but you can't. What what can't happen? What cannot happen? What it will not happen is that my son is gonna get his ass whooped by some chick that has not been taught that she should keep her fucking hands to herself. Because once you start laying hands, I feel like all bets is off. Especially mm-hmm. if you started it. If you started yeah. it and you pushing them and you talking about, hit me, hit me, God, because I've seen it. They hit me. You ain't gonna hit, you know, they done did everything. They done mugged the dude in the face. They done, they done mm-hmm. you know, just did everything. As soon as he, you know, do a little, uh, oh, bitch fall down like she got this <laughs> shit. You know, hey, you didn't hit me. Look, look, hit me. look, 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 look. I told my son, give him, give him, give him. 10 seconds, my, my G, give them 10 seconds. Give them 10 seconds to collect their thoughts, collect their bag, collect their shoes, and get their shit and go. You know, yep. before you have to, but no, you can't, no, we can't do that. We have to teach our daughters, keep your fucking hands to your fucking self. I have two daughters. I'm raising them to know, like, don't ever assume a man is not going to hit a woman or he was raised correctly or I know he's not going to hit me so I'm going to take advantage of this space and his intelligence and I'm going to disrespect him. No. You come at somebody incorrectly or you egg on some type of aggravation or you talk to somebody in a disrespectful manner, just be prepared. I'm not Mm going to say that what they're going to do is going to be right. I'm not saying what you're doing and why you're doing it because you're in your feelings is going to be right, but be prepared and that's how you have to raise them. I don't think... Women who are parenting the young women who are in men's spaces today gave a fuck to correct their children. That's why they are the women they are today. I feel like that's the gap that is lost. And then you don't have no man that was probably around them raising them the correct manner to carry themselves around other men, whether they have respect or they don't have respect. So they just really feeling like, they equal in the manner you gonna come in my face, I'm gonna come in your face. No, ma'am. Sometimes no. there's a deeper sometimes there's a deeper story behind that. Cause how many and I'm not the only one. I've seen this in public plenty of times when there was an altercation and you would hear a woman yell out, Oh, so what you gonna do? You gonna hit me? You gonna hit me? Yeah, yeah. I've and heard like, that. So, that bullshit. So, so they, I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. So and like, yeah, that's not healthy. 
That's not healthy at all, especially for me. But for me, let me ask the guys this: When okay, so if you if you're a guy that this is actually happening to, like, because I just really can't imagine what's going through your mind in that moment while that's happening, and then later if you stay with this crazy ass chick, like, so, like we're mm-hmm. we're we're you know because once that happens, once she displays to you that she can do this kind of thing out in public, like. Where, where, where are you at with that? Like, when, when yeah. it happens, where are you at when it's happening? Yeah. But I had to say, you got to understand that we haven't, we, most of us wasn't taught to, to deal with our ego, right? So mm-hmm. we weren't taught to deal with our ego. And in some cases, we were raised by our mothers. So we was raised, some of us raised how to, to treat a lady, but we wasn't mm-hmm. raised on how to contain our ego. So if we're getting hit or we're being yep. verbally abused, it's pent up rage inside. It's emo like we're emotional. Cause this has happened to me. I my ex yes. used to hit me. And I used to hold it inside. Inside I'm crying. And I'm mad because right. I know I could break her face. But I was mm-hmm. taught not to touch a woman. Right. Mm-hmm. So don't forget to check out Loudmouth Stereo merch at teespring.com slash stores slash loud dash mouth dash stereo dash shop all right let's get back to the show but my ego is saying stop being a punk and do something but the way i was raised is saying don't hit her because if you hit her there's a possibility that you're gonna go to jail and they don't care who started it now, did you stay with her because you loved her? I guess where I'm at is what prompts you to stay? Once a woman displays that she has the propensity to do that and to try to, to actually be goading you, there's some women that's actually trying to gold. And you know what yep. I'm saying? And so it's like, what makes you stay? What makes you in that moment not say, you know what? I've got to go. Because now yeah. we're going into a, a situation where, yeah, this woman could say something that could land me in jail. You know what makes well, you stay? At the time, at the time I stayed, at the time I stayed for two reasons. Because I didn't know, I didn't know how to go, and I had, I have kids by her, right? But <laughs> it got to the point where her mother actually said, "We got into a, we got into a fight." And her her mom actually said, you guys need to figure something out because I'm afraid when I come home, she stayed next door. She said, I'm afraid when I come home, one or both of y'all going to be in body bags. That's how bad it was. Right. When I, when I, when that, when I heard that, I stayed there for maybe a couple of weeks. Uh, I went shopping, uh, came home and then I left the gro- I literally did this. I left the groceries in the kitchen and I walked out of the house and I walked to my auntie's. That stayed down the street. I had to because at that point like it was so toxic. At one oh, point yeah. I did at one point I did blank out. I did blank out, but I came to just quick enough to know that nah, this is not it. Right. And so no, I'm not I'm I haven't been no. I'm not married to that woman anymore. I've remarried and we Gucci. Yeah. Sometimes you know a breakup is the absolute best thing that can happen to your relationship. Mm-hmm. And a lot of time we spend a lot of times trying to hold on to some shit that we really supposed to be letting go of. I told a story on another, you know, on another conversation about, you know, when my children were younger and I made the decision to split from their dad 
And it was because, you know, the situation had gotten toxic. Now it hadn't gotten toxic in a, the direction of violent, but there's a lot of different type of toxic. And the the people that were on the panel would be, you know, they kind of went in, well, you made the wrong decision, you left and you did. No, no, no. Sometimes <laughs> breaking up is the best thing that you can do for every single person involved. Because staying for the kids, well, if the two adults are toxic, exactly what are you doing for the kids? Your children are watching you be miserable. You're teaching your children that they have to stay in situations where they're not happy. Exactly. And so for me, it's that that's to, for me, I would love to get away from the excuse of I'm staying for the kids because that gives you somebody else to blame too. Now you're yeah. blaming your misery on the children. And exactly. you'll say that to them at some point. You'll say it to them. I stayed here for you. I could have been gone. I could have did this. Nigga, yeah, you could have. Yeah, 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 you could have. If you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like we as the adults, and because now, you know, I'm auntie now. The first time somebody called me auntie, I was looking around like, who? Bitch, you. <laughs> like, we're the ones. Like, you know, I, I still had a nerve to think that I, you know, I got some years left, and I do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're just different type of years now. Now they're years that are knowledgeable. I've learned the lessons and I'm still learning lessons, but them ones that I got down pat, oh, I'm going to test all them bitches out. Oh my God. <laughs> like, it's a beautiful thing. But, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, Ms. Harris. Sir. Ms. Ha- Harris. Uh, can I say something right quick? Sure. Yeah, so um, I was trying to respond to the to the table question, but we moved past that. So I just... I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You know what I'm saying? But we'll 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 keep it moving. But uh I just wanted to rebuttal to one of the comments you made about, you know, uh respectfully. You know what I mean? I know it's sensitive when we when we talk about people kids, but you said, you know, if your son is ever in a situation to where he's involved in a domestic dispute to like, you know, defend himself by any means necessary, pretty much. Whether it's mean bopping on the head and the nose and Goddamn, whatever it may be, but that's not the best advice because you know, speaking of double standards, it's a double standards when it comes to the legal system. You feel me? Like, oh, I know it's not. You know what I mean? So it's like you really trying to go and box nobody in the face, and that's not what I meant to imply. But I do. You know, you're gonna have to mugger. I don't. You know, I don't want them to break no noses, and you know, I was just a little bit overzealous. But of course, I have a black son in America. There's no way in the world (laughs) that I could, you know tell him that but I do I did advise him that he's not to stand and get beat up by a girl I don't care who it is so yeah it may not have been the best advice may not have been the best advice and I'm speaking from I'm I'm speaking and you know like I said not trying to critique uh you do what you got to do or do what you want to do but uh, as a black man I'm speaking from experience you know what I'm saying I was in a fatal attraction you know so I know how shit go and um I'm really tired so bad. Now you really ain't even got to physically hit them. They can just allege that you hit them, and just the fact that exactly. you being the man, you still gonna go. So I'd be yeah. damned if you even flicker with a fingernail, and if it's any kind mm-hmm. of scratch and that that appears on her because you got sharp nails, your ass still going, and you finna get a stupid charge for it. So yeah, you know the best right. thing to do is Leave really, them. man. The best the best thing to do. And I know a lot of men don't or probably, you know, agree with this, but man, if I ever in a situation where I come across that again, I'm calling the police on her ass. Like she hit me the first time, I'ma goddamn remove myself from the situation and tell them for hey man, y'all come get her crazy ass. 
You know what I mean? She she acting out. Uh, I don't want to react out of emotion or make a um poor judgment. Can y'all please come talk to her? Now, I ain't going to recommend that they can't apprehend her, which they but better you than me, goddamn, because I know if you come and call the folks on me, it's over with. So it's a double standard with the system, man. A lot of times they don't, they, they're a little bit more lenient with them than they are with us. Yeah. Hold on one second. We got three voicemails from Sharice, so I'm going to play all three back to back. I call the bullshit flag on that one. If you big enough to come up and run up, you big enough to get done up. If you hit a man first, please do not be surprised if you get punched in your motherfucking face. Mm. Oh, that's, that's one. Bitches be flopping. <laughs> that's true what you were saying about, you know, we have to teach the sons to, you know, show some restraint because, you know, we, they are black men in America. But we also have to teach our daughters, don't run up on no man and hit him first and not expect him to punch you in the face so there is a lesson that needs to be taught to our daughters that says hey don't hit keep your hands to yourself because every man is not raised with integrity absolutely you guys care some guys is not going to care you know and my actual advice is you know if you on if you were the chick that's taking you there you know what I'm saying I it's it's to go even further than calling the police leave that's yeah. not that's not that just leave this is it, this is a toxic situation like you know yeah yeah there was one girl that I dated oh god this is a long time ago but um basically we were at a bar and she was one of those type of people who once she get drunk she just like she just started hitting people like why the fuck you just like you know how it goes from like being touchy-feely to just being like belligerently drunk right so she goes and she's hitting me outside of the bar and the police officer and the bouncer are like, yo, like, walk away from him. I'm like, nigga, like, I'm walking, and she's following me. What the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, if I get too far off, then y'all can be like, oh, what did you do to her? I'm like, what do you want me to do? I'm walking away, and she's following. Like, y'all mm-hmm. should actually be kind of, like, talking to her at this point instead of making me feel like I'm the threat for doing what I'm supposed to do, which is walking the fuck away. So it, it's definitely, that's a double standard for real. But, yeah. Well, let me see. Hold on. We got we got a couple more of these double standards on this list. And then feel free to list y'all's before we get out of here. Um, let me see. Um, men still can't do anything that's even slightly feminine without being called gay. Yeah, women are allowed to experiment with masculinity and femininity without any sort of societal rejection or accusations. Excuse me? When we get <laughs> accused yeah. of being mad? Huh? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. no, nah, mm-hmm. I've always, I've always accepted. Uh, uh, I get my toes done. I ain't get called masculine I, I, all the time. We get told yeah. they're acting like men all the time. What are they talking about? Shut up. Mm-hmm. And yes, see, please I'm, get those toes done. Please do. Please do. Yes, absolutely. Uh, number eight. Some in parentheses says some black women praise other black women in an interracial relationship while lambasting black men if they do it. Mm. There's number. That's a thing. That's uh-huh. a thing. Oh. Oh. So, well, here my thing is: so some black men <laughs> like to be in. I mean, some 
black men like to be in interracial relationships and black bash black women if they do the, some like so what, how do you stop that like you don't they're exactly. never going to get rid of the well, they got to stop like... they got to stop mixing everybody in the same pot there are black men out there that quote unquote can't deal with a strong black woman but then there also are black men out there that don't care about color lines and they want to date Absolutely. who they who they want to date or they want to marry who they whoever they want to marry that goes on both lines. There's no one that corners that market. That That's true for everyone. But everyone right. is going to be looked at by the worst of the few. That's just how it goes. And mm-hmm. so at some point, we have to stop giving a shit about that. Yeah. And, Absolutely. you know, just go ahead and live your life. Because if you looking over your shoulder all the time about what somebody's going to say about it, oh, well, they need to stop putting us in the same. But why? Just get your ass out the boat. Right, you or, or you, you know, not nah, believe me because there's some things that I still get very upset at when it comes to the double standards of you know that exist, you know, on our side of it. But then again, I have to check myself and be like, you know what, these double standards have existed for longer than I've been alive, and so yeah. there's nothing that's going to happen, there's nothing that I'm going to say that's going to be new that's going to get rid of the double standard. What I can do is this world that I'm creating, my corner of it, what I'm affecting. Mm-hmm. I can get rid of the double standards where I'm at and I can, and I can disallow them from happening where I'm at. And so I think that's Mm -hmm. how you change that. But the rest of the world, they, you know, I hate people. So we got two voicemails from uh, Sharice as well. So let's just go forward. It's because black women can be with a white man and just be with a white man. Black men, a lot of times, have a tendency to be with white women and have to degrade black women to do so. Mm. I, I, uh, I will nah, I don't know about all that shit, man. All right, go ahead, bro. No, go we know about I'm going to give her the second voice, man. Nah, if you want to date a white woman, you are, or a woman of another race, you are more than welcome to. But when somebody asks you why you are dating a white woman, please do not insult black women in your explanation. Yeah. I agree. I need to replay that again because a lot of people need to hear that shit. If you want to date a white woman, you are, or a woman of another race, you are more than welcome to. But when somebody asks you why you are dating a white woman, please do not insult black women in your explanation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you on that. But that first part, that first part, man, hell nah. It be plenty of black women that say, man, they decide that, you know, thinking about dating or started dating a white man because black men don't know how to treat black women. Black men uh, don't protect black women. Black men they respect black women. You know, like, but the biggest thing I hear is that they don't know how to treat a black woman. And so you hear women jokingly playing, but not playing, saying, I'm going to get me a white man. You know, they say they know how they spend money or they know how to treat you. So, you know, it ain't just we, it ain't just on our end, you know, even though, you know, I don't, personally, I don't, you know, I, I love my black women. I never dated a white woman. I'm just saying in general, mm-hmm. you know, the overall narrative for us is, you know, a lot of time we date outside our race or date white women in particular because, you know, they're a little bit more submissive and we're not strong enough to, you know, handle the black woman. So that's like the narrative on that. But the narrative well, is whole. Why don't they say that, hon? Why don't they say that, hon, Joe? When they what ask, you mean? Why don't they just say that? Why don't the people that do that, why don't they just say that instead of insulting 
you know, your own people. And I, and I say that because I'm talking about men and women. I listen, I can't, it's, it is if white men come on to me all the time. It's almost impossible for me to give a white man the time of day. Number one, because I'm just attracted to black men. It just is. If I was going to date a white man, like the, the caliber of white dude that he would have to be like for me to, for my head to even be turned is one thing. But then I am always thinking about, you know, I can't, you know, give up on my brothers. It's a struggle with me because they're, when I, when I listen, you know, to the way that some of the bitter brothers can speak of us, because it's not all brothers by any means. There are 7 billion people on this earth and there and the, the, the bitter ones that have the mic, just like when it's the bitter bitches that have the mic, you know, they don't speak for everybody. It's just they're speaking the loudest. And a lot of times you don't have the other black men or black women speaking up against that. And so that's all we hear is, you know, the reason that we date in white women is X, Y, Z. Actually given a reason, X, Y, Z. And because they're better than you. I've heard that several times. And it's like, well, no, wait a minute, bro. You know, my dad mm-hmm. might make you want to marry me, but see, her dad is going to want to hang you from a tree. So I'm going to go ahead and have you rethink you know what you're saying when you're talking about why she's so much better, you know, than than we are. I'm I'm gonna have you just go ahead and rethink that, my G. You know, so nah, that's, that's where we're yeah. at with that. Like you get, we, you know. What what I'm saying is you can't disregard. Right, but what I'm saying is you can't just disregard the narrative on one end and say, well, you know, when black women date white men, we can't just look over the fact that it you know they're very vocal and it's pretty much you know a thing to down black men just as much as it is for a thing um, for men to down black women so when we were talking on the panel about it it was kind of like brush under the rug but then we went straight to how black men can dog out black women when it go both sides you know what i mean and well, that's example of a double standard right up. there yeah, huh? it's because a woman brought it well i think it's because a woman brought it up because if it happens on the other side of it any single solitary thing that either one of us as a man or woman can bring up on our side, the same exact thing is happening on the other, on the opposite side. And so, you know, there's, we all have the exact same complaint. That's why I said it, you're never going to get rid of it because you're always going to have people that just think that that shit's okay. And so (laughs) it has to be an individual thing to change it. You have to change it in yourself first. And then in who's around you and just in your environment. That's why it'll never change because you're right. That's why I say equal opportunity, get yourself together. Don't be a chick out here just acting a fucking fool, but expecting dudes to to deal with that. And don't be a dude out here that's just giving women your ass to kiss, but still wanting them to suck your dick. Like, come on. Like, Mm. that doesn't, you know, come on. Let's see what Sharice Sharice has to say. Hopefully I'm saying her name right. Please let me know if I'm saying it wrong. Correct me, please. Well, that's true. I should have said some. I should have said some black women, but the narrative a lot of times comes from black men. Oh, you're pretty for a black girl, or I don't want to date no dark skinned girl because dot dot dot. Or the insults I feel like come a lot of times from the men, but I'm not a man, so I don't know the experience on the other end. So I do apologize. No. Nah, it's all good. But yeah, in my opinion, most black men that speak and say that they prefer to date a white woman, this is my opinion. I feel like it's a bit of a, 
you know, uh, I don't know if insecurity the right word, but a little bit of um, what's the word I'm trying to use? What's the opposite of an alpha, like a beta, you know, because they, they, it's like a control factor. They probably want somebody they can most likely manipulate and kind of run over and you know, they're, they're kind of like a falling suit as opposed to somebody that to stand up to them and, you know, be a little bit outspoken and a more dominant personality. Like a lot of the men that I see, those characteristics that I see, those ain't like no alpha males. They more so want somebody they can kind of easily get over on. So, you know, not saying all white women like that, but, you know, a lot of cases you see the man just kind of running over her and doing if she say if he says jump she jumping and he say how high is she going to try to see how high she can go and all that shit but that's what can I see most true, of the time can you be a true alpha male if you're running from a challenge right that part yeah. hello Absolutely. sir Absolutely. alpha males are ticklish too but look no some cats some some cats just feel like I stay in. I born and raised in L.A. It's interracial relationships since I was born. You know what I'm saying? I, it's been blacks and Hispanics, blacks and whites, Koreans that's true. and whites. So yeah. like that's what right. when, when you come right. from my background, we don't care about that shit. When I see a beautiful woman, I don't care what color she is. If she finding me, she finding me. Now all the yeah. other shit we can work out. Her personality. Oh, hey, look what she brings to the table. <laughs> but no, like <laughs> if she if she's cute, I'm hollering. I don't care. I don't. If she could be Russian. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? But I again, it might be different in different regions or something. Yeah, like it's, it's a demographic that. thing. Because I'm in the south, you know. Yeah, it's a demographic thing. All right, let's let's get these these last two knocked out, and then you know, free form, we can do whatever. Um, number nine. Okay, women automatically are perceived as being the better parent. Mm. Not better, but they got they got something I that mean, just, well, a man don't have. Like they got this nurturing touch to them that's just different, man. That's just what it is. Exactly. I mean, I've, n- seen, yeah, I've I've seen the women that get married and that man is like begging his wife to have a baby and she's like oh but my body or you know maybe she even got her tubes tied and did not tell him until they're in the marriage and then she feels like it's her body her choice but you know you want he wanted kids you know what exactly. i'm saying so I've well she was for- a bitch well, yeah, she was a bitch. <laughs> I mean, that's just what it is. She was a bitch. Like, you know, but mm-hmm. here's the thing. Other notwithstanding, because that's an extreme like circumstance. Like that's 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 a bitch of a person. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like in a in a regular courtship and when people get married, they have spoken about whether there are gonna be children involved and all of that stuff. You know, and I you know, and I don't mean this to to be funny, but as 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 Maji just pointed out, there is there's a reason why the mothers are the nurturers. We have the patience of Job when it comes to these crumb snatchers. Please understand that we want to choke them out, but we can't, and we know that we can't. We got, but we got to be patient. This is why we got the patience of Job when we're dealing with dudes too, you know, because we're used to it. But Jesus, you know, that's not an insult that you know somebody is better at something. There are certain things that men are better that better at than women that's not an insult to me we gotta get stop being so fucking sensitive about everything 
you know, you yep. may be better at at uh, turning wrenches than me. If you're a mechanic, mm-hmm. if a guy is a mechanic, he's damn sure better at changing a tire than me. That's not an insult to me. So, you know, and, but it's still a necessary thing. I need that shit done. So for me, everything isn't an insult when somebody says, well, you know, a, a, a dude is better at it than a woman or a woman is better at it than a dude. I just don't think that that needs to be a bone of contention every time because mothers are nurturers is what the fuck we do like the fuck mm. absolutely well we got one voicemail let's just play that that's true mothers are nurturers but i also think that a lot of women should not be mothers yeah. uh, so i was just curious on your opinions uh what you think about women who are worse parents being it's more damaging for a child to have a shitty mother than it is to have a shitty father. Would you mm. agree or disagree with that? Mm, I mean, it's just shitty all the way around. I mean, it's shitty yeah. all the way around. Again, we don't need to compare, for me, we don't need to compare, you know, for a person like me who had an abusive mother, but she was the one who stuck around and raised me and a father that abandoned me, which one was better? Like, you know, I need a therapy about both of them motherfuckers. So what you mean? You know, so I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a, you know, I think that shitty mothers are bitches. And because of the fact that mothers are supposed to be nurturers and they're supposed to be the first women that you're learning from, whether you're a girl or a boy, it's the first woman that you're learning from. Just like your dad is supposed to be the first man that you're learning from. Well, if your dad abandons you, what does that teach you about men? If your mother is abusing you, what does that teach you about women? So, mm-hmm. you know, when we yeah. very cavalierly just talk about, you know, oh, a man should be there, not, you know, not all the time, you know, so, you know, <laughs> you know we don't need to compare hurts. It's a shitty person that doesn't take care of their children, whether they're a man or a woman. It's just a shitty person. Yeah. But, but to, her, to her question, though, the, to me, because she asked that question, like, it, it kind of, like, magnifies the double standard because... Like you just said, if, if if the father gets up and walks out or whatever and, and or doesn't claim a child, that seem that damn near seems normal. But if the mom does that, right? You know, it's, it's 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 like <laughs> they don't they. No, that's I don't the know. Most damaging shit, especially if you see. Imagine being the kid that sees your dad walk out without a ne'er do well, without a buy your leave, without a nothing. He just out, just decided it was too much. He's gone. And then, yeah. yeah, your mom stays, but she's so fucking hurt and damaged about what your dad did that she's caught in that cycle. And you look just like your dad. Let's mm. start there. Yeah. Let's start there. Okay? So it's <laughs> the it's the it's this wanting to compare the damage with which one is worse. It all fucking sucks. And if we can get past trying to be the most damaged person, the most, and just get to what Janine's life, that is my opinion. Get stuck on the comparisons. Well, I don't have nothing to compare. They both fucking suck. And I had to break off general shit so that I didn't pass that toxicity on to my children. I have a son and a daughter. Okay. Well, hold on. Shan, I know you said you wanted to say something because I think SJ, her phone, like, is glitching. So, what were you about to say before we go to the voice I, now? I just feel like 
double standards are going to happen no matter what we do, no matter how far we come, because there's still people stuck in like the old way of thinking. Whether it's like you cohabitating with someone and you're not married, whether it's a man's virginity versus a woman, or the fact that a man is single because he wants to be single, but when a woman is single, oh, there must be something wrong with her. Um, we talked about it a little with domestic violence. When you see women get into some type of altercation with the person they're with, it gets more, well, why did he do that? And it has to be this. But when you see a man, it's like a swipe up. We don't want to see that. He need to handle himself. Or when it comes to like, what's acceptable versus appropriate? Some people mix that shit up when it comes to women. Some people have it completely separate. Yeah, she could wear that, but she shouldn't be wearing that because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, um, she could take out the trash, but she shouldn't take out the trash because she got a man. She should leave the trash in there all day and wait for him to come home so he could take the trash out. Like some, We have to come to a point where some of this shit is dumb. Mm-hmm. Some of this shit is dumb, and you don't need to have a vagina in order to cook over a stove. You don't need to um, be able to change a tire and the man you're in the car with doesn't know how, but to go ahead and make sure he feels like he's a man, you better not get outside the car and change the tire because you're going to make him look bad. Like, some of this shit is dumb. Mm. So I feel like people just need to be secure with who the fuck they are and men who sleep around that's something you do because you want to, not because that makes you a man or that makes your dick uh, more worthy. And women who want to sleep around, that's also something you want to do because that's what you want to do. It doesn't make you more slutty than that man. It doesn't make that man more slutty than you because the reality is you're going to be who you was to begin with. Yeah. Fully agree. I agree with the ladies, but I have seen crackhead mothers get custody of their kids before fathers. Mm. Mm. Now, I feel like with that, you got to blame the system. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, I'm back. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we hear. Thank you. Right, let me see. Who, who else we got? We got a couple voices. Let me see. Hey, what's going on to the panel? I just dived in when when the lady came on talking about there's some crappy mothers out there. She's 100% correct. Just because you birthed a child doesn't mean that you're the mother. Mm -hmm. No different than than a man who donated the sperm don't mean that he's a father. Mm -hmm. And that's a fact. (laughs) It's about relationships. It's about sacrifice. It's about commitment. It's about what you're willing to deposit in that child. It's a lot of very wicked mothers, yeah, men. Or I'm gonna say women and men out here portraying to be something that they're not. And to be honest with you, if I didn't understand how life operated, I wouldn't understand it, and I would be really upset, but concerned about the souls of those young kids who are in the the care of those men and women. Mm. Absolutely. Oh, it's horrible. Yes. That um, you look just like your dad, or mis mistreating the children because of what the other what the other parent did is real. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. 
And on another note, as far as parenting is concerned, just for the sake of responding, you know, being a father or being a mother has nothing to do with biological. Mm. And I'm so thankful, man, that there are people who are out there willing to take up the responsibility of being what real mothers should be and fathers. We got millions of people around the world whose parents are not biologically connected to them. But again, being a parent is not about biological, it's about relationship. Yeah. And so, you know, that's the good thing. I wish it would happen for a lot more kids, you know, but it doesn't. But I realize that everything about life has relevance and purpose. Even the things that we go through that may be tragic or horrific or bad, it all has purpose and relevance. Absolutely. Absolutely. Most of it is dumb, and society's standards generally are dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right to the point. yeah. yeah it's a lot of. I came in, Sham, when you was talking about the garbage thing, and it's just like, yeah, you know, come on, like, how lazy are you that you have to sit around looking at the garbage, thinking about, should I take it out? Should I not take it out? Is you know, like, there's just, there's just something like. Get up and do it, you know. So yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Some of it is just just stupid. Absolutely. All right. So it's time for final thoughts before we get up out of here. So as a final thought, well, shit, we got a voicemail before we do that. So let's just get that one out the way. Oh, let me ask a question. First of all, I want to say good evening to the panel. <clears throat> but uh, see, the topic says meeting people at your level, and then it says double stand. What inspired this topic? If you don't mind me asking, because I know how topics will transition to a you know. Yeah, but what inspired this topic, if you don't mind me asking? Okay, so um, at the beginning of the episode, we actually led, well, I led in with the Brittany Renner, P.J. Washington situation that's happening, or that had happened. And the reason for that was social media was kind of like divided when it came to it. It's like, oh, well, some people thought that she got the bag. Some people thought that she was a sexual predator. And that inspired, obviously, the notion of double standards. And then Shan, you know, about like 20, 30 minutes into the show, she had said something very like important, which was you have to meet people at your level. And we've kind of taken that and run with it for the rest of the course of this episode, which, you know, thank you for the voicemail. That's what leads us into the final thought of, you know, both of meeting people at your level and double standards. So in 30 seconds, I need each of you to tell me, in your opinion, what is a way that we can fix the double standards that we've personally set? And two, how have you met, how do you plan on meeting people at your level? You probably can't answer in 30 seconds. I'll give you a minute. So let's start with SJ. SJ, the floor is yours. I think think for me, um, I I say that you should check yourself more than you check other people. Boom. Um, Because you are the only person that you can really control. And so once you do that, you know, the life just kind of opens up. I also say, you know, that fair exchange is no robbery, but the issue is that most of the time we're dealing with thieves. You know, so Absolutely. make sure that you're not being a thief out here. Make sure that you're giving as well as you're getting and vice versa. You know, um, and again, it starts with self. It starts with, you know, making sure that you're doing what you need to be doing. And that, for me, kind of takes care of the last part, which is 
meeting people at your level. See, there are certain places that I don't hang out. There are certain places that I don't go because there are certain types of people that I'm not looking to run into. So one thing about meeting people at your level is that you got to meet people that's doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you got to go where people are doing what you're doing, you know? So for me, you know, it's all about your discernment. God gave it to you for a reason. He wanted your choice. He wanted you to use it. And so we're at an age now, or at least I am, I'm 49 years old. I'm at an age now where it can't possibly be anybody else's fault if some bullshit goes down because I'm old enough to know better and I have to check myself and what I'm doing. So that's where I'm at with that. Well, SJ just set a high bar, so Huncho, you next. (laughs) <laughs> for sure uh really man to keep it plain and simple man just um abide by your standards you feel me like set standards and you know um when you meet a person it's kind of like a two-in-one answer for me um you just know like what miss harrison said know your worth what you what you'll tolerate what you won't tolerate um and pretty much just uh whether it's physically mentally spiritually whatever standard that you have for yourself um just kind of know what you hold for yourself and you know you kind of uphold that person to that same level uh when it comes to um, meeting people at your level as well you know like she said i'll go back to where you meet them at um that don't necessarily mean financially all the time it's more so for me it's a mental thing so if i if i have a conversation with you and your mental state not in a certain place, then I, that tell me enough right there. It's depending on what kind of conversations we have. So, you know, if you got the ambition, you got the drive and you got the potential and you, and you not only you saying it was right and, and just saying everything to sound good. I see you actively pursuing it. That's going to tell me everything that I need to know right there. So at that point you are at my level, you might not be at my level financially, but you got to grind and you, and if you keep going the direction you're going, you eventually going to get there. So, you know, um, that's what I say to that. And, uh, shoot, peace and blessings to everybody, man. Enjoy the panel, Greg, Shan, BTG, Harrison, man. I appreciate y'all for having me on the show. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Anytime. What about you, Baylor? Like, what you got for me? As far as meeting people on your level, I would say continue to uh, communicate with people. Have an open mind when it comes to positive things. I think the more we talk to people, the more we understand them. And even if you want to go to, like, a deeper connection, uh, before you even get to the double, like, the double standards, just know that hypocrisy is right around the corner when we start talking about that. Mm. so I, th- I think you just got to have an open mind. And that, that doesn't mean that you have to accept where they come from or what they talk about or what they believe in. Just understand where they come from before you want to get involved with that person, whether it's a friendship, business, uh, or a relationship. Understand their background a little bit more, but that doesn't happen unless you have communication. Yes. Absolutely. And Shan, you, you know, you close us out. So you know you it. Uh, um, I would say my favorite thing, honesty. Like, honestly, understand where you're at personally before you ask for anything from anybody else, and don't apologize for being where you're at. Like, if I am where I'm at in life, and I know there's things I want to do in the next five to ten years, there's a group of people I cannot deal with. Not because I'm better than, 
just because I've been there already. You know what I'm saying? And I have to give those people where I've been time to be where they at. And if I know mentally I don't have the patience for that shit, it's not me being better, it's me being past that. So I'm not apologizing for where my standards are at. And never, I, I think for me, it's I'm not asking a man for something I want to be able to give a man. Mm-hmm. And if if I'm if I'm gonna have you in my space and in my life, you either gonna push me forward, but you ain't never gonna take me back. I can't let Absolutely. you take me. <laughs> <laughs> That's out. Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, thank you all for listening. Um, SJ Huncho, thank you so much for being on the panel. We gotta do this again, Bailey. You know, you you family anyways. You just you know you say, hey, I'm getting at it, and you on here. So, shout out to all three of you for being here, Shane. You might as well close us out. You ain't say what's your resort. Wow, for real. Oh, you gotta oh. say your bro is sleek, eh? Right. What you trying to pull? Like, what you trying to do? Bro? Oh, all right. You done came well, with a good bag okay. and everything. All right, well, fine. Basically, I'm gonna say it like this um, meeting people at your level means um, knowing, you know, and setting your own goals and expectations for people, but also for yourself as well. Don't say what you want from somebody and you can't match it. That's what I deemed to be like meeting people at your level um don't be like pj washington and meeting somebody who you have to get to their level and you never will because they always going to be one step ahead of you uh but shout out to Brittany renner for allegedly getting the bag because i gotta bring the whole show full circle for that um she's still a piece of shit at the end of the day but mm. hey you know what 200k a month that's i mean how can you hate it you, you just gotta respect that shit but um overall for me um as a, you know, 34-year-old married man, a lot of the shit that, you know, I used to do with meeting people at my level or trying to, I I learned that sometimes you're just not going to be able to do it. So it's better to just walk away and leave them where they are. And I've accepted that. And I like doing that shit now. Like, you know what? Like, we just won't match anymore. Like, our friendship don't match. Our relationship don't match. It's okay for you to be where you are. I am where I am. And that's completely fine. But that took growth. So sometimes you have to grow in order order to you know honestly meet the people that will you know match you or be at your level if you want to call it that so that's my you know immediate answer but ultimately uh Brittany Renner I need at least like 50k for putting your name in the show like eight times so you know we're gonna get on that we definitely gonna get on that soon but that's my spiel that's my take and Shane well I just want to say thank you for everybody that came up on the panel uh, thank you for the listeners, people that dropped comments and gave thoughts. I think a lot of good things were said. A lot of things that people have to think about with their own shit was said. And um, with that being said, this is Live My Stereo Podcast. You can find this show up between now and Monday because Greg has put me on a recording hiatus. Um, we will not have a show again until the 25th of August we're taking a little break for Loud Mouth Stereo and um, you can find our podcast on all of your podcast platforms just put in Loud Mouth Stereo Pod and all the shows that we do on here will be on there for you to enjoy instead of being on the stereo app throughout your day we do have a Loud Mouth Stereo shop if you want to buy some merch um, and you can support us on here. You can support us at Young Black and Bothered with Greg. You can support us on She Gets It for uh, me and my other shows. If you're interested, 
You can find us on the Stereo app. You can find us on Twitter, IG. Just put in that mouth stereo hashtag. I promise you, either Greg Page is going to pop up, Baylor is going to pop up. You can check out BTG for President podcast. Trust me, we out here, we in these streets. We actually are people out here who deal with each other on other levels. We not nobody that's hiding anybody's shine. So if you're interested in collabing, just reach out. But we appreciate everybody and all y'all thoughts. Our regular shows are Wednesdays and Saturdays at 9.30 or later, so you don't have to miss us. But we will not be back until the 25th, which is a Wednesday. Hey, one more thing. Yeah, speaking of, you say it's called Loud Mouth Stereo? Yes. And you say it's on other platforms as well? Yes, Loud Mouth Stereo Pod. And that's not the English spelling. That's the hood vernacular, M-O-U-F. All right, so look, a quick question for y'all too. Then, how do y'all fit? Cause he, I, I used to promote my podcast on here, but due to all the extra activity that was going on, uh, I just kind of come on here for shits and giggles now. But uh, I, I would be interested in doing like a virtual collaboration, you know, on my podcast. I, I DM y'all the the link or whatever if it's something y'all interested in. You know, what I mean, maybe we can do like a virtual episode or something. Hey. We are all we are always interested, but you need to actually shout out your show right yeah. now. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, my show is called the Can You Blame Me podcast. It's on all platforms, you know. Uh, I, like I said, I took it off here. I used to have an Instagram handle on here, but um, you know, if you just shoot me a DM, uh, you can catch it. But if not, you can just type it in. Can you blame me? Podcast literally on all platforms: Spotify, YouTube, uh, iHeart, everything. Just type in "Can you blame me?" Podcast. We talk about hip hop culture, relationships, entrepreneurship, and everyday life challenges. Man, it's like a little bit of Joe Button '85 South show, and I put my own little twist in it. So I do in studio interviews. And I do virtual interviews. So that's why I was reaching out to YouTube. So maybe we can do like a virtual interview. And the cool thing about it is with the platform that I use, it's called StreamYard. You can still mm-hmm. transfer the audio and I can send you guys the audio and, uh, you know, you can use it however you see fit yourself. Let's yeah. do that. Yep. That's a good yeah, it might, it might be While everybody putting their stuff in, you know, I am always, so I used to have a show called Chick Chick Real Talk Radio, a show back when blog talk was a thing, and I am thinking of revamping that show, but until then, I am absolutely down to be a guest, a, a, a speaker, or whatever, because, you know, I told Shan a while ago I was trying to get my mojo back, and we just about there, but, you know, you know, I'm... I'm putting myself out there now. So I'm putting it out there in the universe that, you know, I would love to work with each and every one of you on whatever level that we can make that happen. So, so well, we done spoke it. So we now, to, you know, we got to do it. So, and I just linked it, y'all. I just linked it back on my profile. So when we get up to live, man, you know, I'll be hit me with the follow DM and um, I appreciate everything once again. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening. We will see you again August 25th. We'll be, we'll have something fun for y'all. We'll, we'll play, play a game or something. We'll do something nice. So, Shan, she will also be taking a break from all other shows until the 25th. The ones that are that- not in plans already, I will be, but y'all already <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see you later. Bye. 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 Bye.